0: again um last week we were out well i was out Manny was all ready to go um i did not have my voice with me for a few days last week i had lost my voice that uh on monday,
1: lost a the, monday. The,
0: the monday that we were going to record i could i was barely able to speak and then i figured that i'd conserve my voice as much as possible to teach the classes um that night and then it took me a few days i, I don't think my voice came back so somewhat of a normal volume because like I, I think it still sounds a little, little off.
2: Tuesday night.
0: Tuesday night it started coming back. I think no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and by that time I was like, all right, let's just give it a a week. But but we are we are back this week.
2: Yay! The excitement, right? <laughs> <laughs> What's up? <clears throat>
0: um, no, it was um, busy. Stayed busy. Uh, this weekend was busy. Just a, a quick thing. If you guys are keeping up on Instagram and Facebook, you see on Saturday. It was a, a busy, but productive, but also a good day. You know, had the classes in the morning. I mm-hmm. uh, went to go see Coach Kress. He had a, a, a wrestling seminar over at his gym um, at Daggerberg. How was that? It was fun it was um he taught some different things some things that i think are uh some review stuff that i've seen in the past but then there was a few things that i had never seen before mm-hmm. um so it was good to to get some things down to learn some new things to rep some things to see what's going to stick and what's not going to stick for me um but it was fun it was we were there for a few hours and then from there it was right away home shower and then you and i went to go uh see some fights at uh, matador fighter challenge in cicero stadium uh, a new promotion that just started uh saw some good fights there too so it was it was a long long but productive saturday Thanks. Um, and that brought us to here <laughs> after all the the craziness of the weekend and getting felt like we had just one day to kind of bounce back and, on sunday to chill and recover a little bit and Get ready for the week again.
2: For you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Julia, the car you. Jeez. No, um, Carla was telling me that it, it was nice for her to be a student again. Yeah. From Saturday with Coach Crest.
0: Yeah.
2: How did you feel about that? Um, just you and Carla being students as opposed to being coaches or owners.
0: Yeah, it was... um mm-hmm. It was an experience. Uh, I I do miss that, you know. And Saturday morning, even in at our gym, you know, uh, Mark and and Anthony showed up, so I was able to still see them work and roll, you know. So I, I, the only time I don't feel like a student of the game is when I'm not necessarily actively learning, you know. So I, I try to consider myself a student all the time, but just to not have being in a a different environment. Because, you know, even when Coach Crest was at the gym, it was, I, I felt like the the sense of having to watch over our students and stuff and make sure everything was running smoothly and stuff. Right. You know, so to be a guest at another gym was more of the experience of like, all right, this is, this is me just being a student again. Mm. You know, so that was cool. You know, got to meet some people. Um, the seminar had already started an hour before... Carly and I got there because we were just we were still finishing up at, at Warrior. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so we missed a lot of the introduction and introducing of people. But we met we met some people. Um, but it was fun. It was cool. Yeah. Did yeah. you
2: get to meet Daggerberg or no?
0: No, he wasn't there.
2: Oh. Uh, no. I think I
0: think he only shows up at uh, at the belt ceremonies.
2: Oh, got it. Oh, well, that's fun. Yeah. And then the fights. What would yeah. you think of the fights?
0: Uh, I thought they were there were some really good fights you know i was i was impressed by some people i I think uh once we start really building this the the team and and a consistent because today also marks uh the day that we're recording this the the 27 marks one year since we've had fights you know Mm. a year ago was was leo and um brian's fight Mm. you know so it's been a while you know it's it's been a while but i think we're we're starting to build more interest you know leo and caesar on track to fight again in may Mm -hmm. um you know so hopefully that starts off the momentum again of of, of getting more of these fights and stuff I, I i would like to work with uh with this promotion I, I i was i was impressed not so much with the ring announcer but you know that that's the least of the worries when it comes to uh to fights and stuff i i thought it was
2: good matches i think they were put like really good matches between some of the strikers and the wrestlers. Yes, yeah, the, the matchup nice, seemed fair yeah,
0: yeah. you know the matchup seemed fair um you know I have known the promoter for, for that promotion for years, Joe Goida. Um mm-hmm. He's a promoter for Total Fight Challenge that we've worked with a little bit, too. He has a school mm-hmm. um, down south as well that I've, I've been wanting to go uh, take a class with him because I, I think he has very similar mindsets as we, as we do.
2: An MMA school? Or what kind of school? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm.
0: okay. I yeah. Uh, yeah, he's, he's a former Marine. He's been training uh, with a Jeet Kune Do background nice. to, for, for a lot of years you know so uh, i've known him for years have him on facebook we've talked in the past plenty of times Mm -hmm. um like i said worked with him a few times uh but i i I really enjoyed what he did you know and he's he's kind of a one-man show obviously he has his team that helps put the production but when it comes to setting up the fights and stuff Mm -hmm. he sets up the fights you know Mm -hmm. so he's the promoter that also sets up the matches nice you know he's talking to the coaches he's watching the fighters on social media and stuff you know so He's very hands-on when it comes to to his promotions, Um, so hopefully we get to actually work with him a little bit more this year.
2: Right away, when I met him, he asked me about uh, my weight class and he has an opponent and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. I'm like, okay,
0: guys. He's very business-oriented. Yeah, I see that. You know, which is why I felt bad because I thought we were going to work with him in May before Mm -hmm. the uh, the opportunity that we got came up. Um, You know, so that that kind of felt bad when he when he asked again. You know, so it was like let me go you know shake his hand and and do this in person because i i do want him to to see that i'm serious about it too you know so um but he's a very understanding he he was the first promoter that i got to work with because um omar under his promotion
1: oh wow you know I and, know and
0: it, i was really impressed with him right off the bat because he was very helpful to me you know being new to the the coaching world yeah he was very helpful um and he even called me the day after the fights he, he's like i'm calling for two reasons number one i don't see that we we squared off the the tickets so i just wanted to make sure that you got you guys got your end of the the ticket sales Mm. You know, and we did, which I, I thought it was very professional of him to reach out because it wasn't marked that, that we got paid. Mm. Um but then too, because Omar got hurt in his fight, mm. he called to also check to see if Omar was okay and what was the update on his knee. Mm. You know, so I, I was really impressed with him. Um, even way back when, you know. So hopefully this year is the year that we get to work with him a little bit more frequently
2: interesting that we don't see this thing as students, right? We yeah. just focus on the fighting, and then now you're telling me this. Like, oh,
0: yeah,
2: it takes a lot of business professionalism mm-hmm. in there. Yeah,
0: yeah, nice. and that's why I get so stressed during these fights, yeah. you know, because then I'm I'm the one that deals with the promoters and stuff, and mm. you know, we have to all the when, when when students ask me like, hey, can we can we get some help with the, the ticket price or whatever? I was like, that that's not up to me, Ooh. you know, because. Like I said, it's, it's not my money, you yeah. know, so you guys give me the money and then I pass it on over to the promoter, yeah. you know, so, um, that's what I have to do in addition to also making sure that my fighters are, are mentally and physically prepared for the fight.
2: Cool. And this is why it's nice to have someone else as a coach to help get the fighters ready when it, the time comes because exactly. you focus on, you know, the Promoter and like every putting everything together yep. and at the same time you gotta focus on the fighter So it's a lot to yeah, it's a lot to take in at once. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah you know, so that's interesting That's a little little behind the scenes there
2: mm, Well, Thanks for letting us know <clears throat> Yeah, so so We're gonna transition over to a different topic because I think it's it's important to mention Um You and I were talking about your post earlier Yeah. And then you talked about how we all struggle, right? You struggle through wrestling, through the coaching, through the business. And then, um, you know, you always come back stronger even after that. And you may not feel like it in the beginning, Mm -hmm. but then, you know, you're you're essentially getting stronger, right? Yeah. And so I think it's, it's important to just talk about that, emphasize, like, what? how you have seen your struggles come about. I know it's been a long journey for you for, for, I mean, not for, but I mean more on the business and on the, on the MMA side, more on the MMA side than the business, but I know you're currently going through some struggles right now. Mm -hmm. So how are you using the same concept of, you know, using the struggles to become stronger? How are you using that right now to get over your
0: struggles? A lot of that is is just using those struggles as a reminder, mm. um you know because sometimes it's hard, like I said in the post it's hard to see it in the moment when you're going through the struggles, what you're gonna get out of it, yeah, um you know because my my wrestling career wasn't the greatest, you know, I lost more matches than I won, you know, but I also learned more in the losses than in the wins, mm. you know because. You know the wins i remember the i i don't remember a lot of them like i remember the feeling i remember the good feeling mm. you know but it was hard to replicate that because i think the excitement kind of took over mm. you know so with the losses it was always a learning experience either On the match in the match itself i learned something or something that my coaches would tell me or even something just later on when i started coaching and and i started having fighters that dealt with losses and stuff you know or or at these grappling tournaments when people lose it's like i can relate to that Mm -hmm. you know because i've lost too you know so i think that that's helped me be a little bit more more sensitive to the subject of of losing Mm -hmm. because i had experienced so much of it in wrestling you know and when i made the transition into mma you know wasn't the plan but the plan or how it ended up so far is that i've only had one mma fight and i lost that one too mm. you know so now that there's a trend starting and this this was relatively recent that i started realizing this and it mainly came back because i went to look up the guy that beat me in that mma fight mm. to see if he kept fighting and he did
1: mm.
0: you know so All I saw was if he kept fighting. I don't know if he's still training or if he's still if he's teaching or coaching or whatever. But then it started dawning on me that he needed that win more than me, and that's why he got it. You know, and maybe if I was more of a successful wrestler, I wouldn't have felt the need to transition into MMA. You know, because I would have been content with wrestling.
1: Mm.
0: You know, and then maybe if I won my mma fight that wouldn't have either pushed me to either just all right i'm happy i i did it i set out my goal and i did it or i would have just kept trying to fight and i wouldn't have what i have right now yeah you know and and there's nothing in the world that i would trade what i have right now for anything else you know so but it it took me I, i cried for two nights after i lost my fight you know, so obviously if you go back then and you'd be like, this is going to be a big learning experience and this is going to be the start of something great for you.
1: Mm.
0: I would have probably never talked to that person again because I thought it was like, you just, you're, you're lying to me. You're bullshit. Yeah. You know, nothing's going to come out of this because it's like, who's going to listen to me? I just mm. lost my fight. I didn't have the greatest wrestling career. How am I expecting to teach or coach if I've lost so many times? You yeah. know, but. It would have been one thing if i would have been content with those losses and with the person i was that experienced those those losses without growing you know but because i even when i stopped wrestling i didn't stop working out you know i kept working out Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know and then when i lost the the mma fight the goal was to get back in the cage you know so i just changed the training regimen you know i went with anthony to gnc we got me on a, a a protein regimen and uh, Lifting schedule and an MMA schedule and we're like we're gonna do this right before you get back in there Mm -hmm. You know because of certain circumstances that never happened But I kept trying to grow and I kept trying to learn and I kept trying to better myself as a fighter as I was without necessarily knowing at the time on the path to end up being a coach and a business owner Mm
1: -hmm. You
0: know so because I used that loss as a fuel to get better. I never stopped training to get better I wasn't content with what I had.
2: Mm. So, in other words, <laughs> what this losses and the struggles led you is to not feeling content. Yeah. And wanting to change.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: What the feeling, right? Yes. Because you're you don't like feeling like you're not enough. You're like, okay, this is not it. I can do better. Yeah. And so it fueled you to always work on yourself after that. Yep. Was this more of like okay? You went through the physical change where, yeah, you, you you started getting bigger. You started training more. You know, more on the lifting weights, taking protein. But what? How was your mindset changed?
0: Uh, during what? What? Time so period? like
2: how how were you able to say you know what? I need to change this about myself. Or was it more on the, okay, this is more of the solution that I got to go towards. Like, is yeah. that already automatic? It, it,
0: it, was, it was more of that. And then the mindset became a gradual thing, you mm. know, because my, my mindset's always kind of evolving still. And, and the post that we're talking about, um, you know, it was the, the sound that I used, mm-hmm. you know, with the guy talking, it was like, you've lost so many times. Nobody believes in you anymore. But, yeah. you know, it, it was still always kind back. of the the idea of fight until it's over. mm you know but if you fight until you, it's over and when it's over you lost and you stop fighting then you know what are you going to do with your life you know but he says in that sound is like you keep on fighting until you win mm-hmm. not until it's over but until you win you know so if you lose once if you lose twice if you lose a bunch of times but you keep fighting until you win that's how you're going to find your success
2: and then how do you define your win because you could be winning remember like you have, you have had that in the past. Okay, I win. Now what's next?
0: And that's the beautiful part that connects. And that's why this, this post meant so much to me. is because it connected with my philosophy on life. That you're never done learning.
1: Mm-hmm. Right? You're never
0: going to be perfect in the sport. So truly, you know, like you're saying, you may never fully, quote unquote, win on this planet.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But that's perfect because that's what's going to keep me fighting until the day that I die
2: so why is it that we're always looking for that win or that success I think it's
0: because it's human nature I think it's human nature to want to find it and I'm still experiencing that and that's why you know last year I was content with that exhibition match with Caesar to be my last kind of hurrah as far as competition goes oh
2: yeah by the way you guys can check that out (laughs) from last year's post about the in-house event
1: right Mm
0: -hmm. where where I talk about you know I'm I'm, I'm happy (laughs) with it you know, it was the perfect ending, this and that. Mm. And here I am getting ready for a potential grappling tournament in October. You know, and, and I'm not even at that grappling tournament in October. And I'm thinking of an amateur wrestling tournament down the line. You know, so there is that sense of, you know, no matter what. And, and that, One more? That feeling's always temporary. Yeah. And, you know, mm. and even when I saw Coach Cress, I told him, I was like, I'm coming out of, out of retirement for one more go around and he kind of rolled his eyes mm. and as well it was a grappling term, he's like as long as you're not getting hit in the head anymore yeah you know but it's you know because i've had that conversation with mark too where mark's like mark has told me you don't need to do this he's like i think mark's always been the guy that said i was going to do something i was either yeah. going to fight one more time or i was going to do one of these tournaments he's like because it's in you But you don't, he's like, just as long as you understand that you don't need to do it. Mm. And as long as you're doing it because you want to. Mm. You know, because there was always that sense of needing to to kind of prove myself. Yeah. You know, but. Has that
2: changed or has that. It it changed
0: after the exhibition match because I was like, all right, I just proved it to my coaches that saw me lose, you know, and I kept up with, you know, the the fastest growing guy that we have in the gym right now. Mm -hmm. And. You know, uh, with a sinus infection and very limited training because of, you know, the schedule that I was on, you know, but I don't think, and and I've said it before, the reason it's a grappling tournament, not a fight is because I, with with my priorities and with the things that I'm doing, cannot get myself mentally ready to get inside a cage to fight someone like that, Mm -hmm. to do what I need to do to win. Grappling is a different story. It's a, it's a slightly different animal. You know, I can grapple the guys hard, but I can't punch him as hard as I can. You know, oh. at the gym. You know, it's just not who I am as their coach to want to do that.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, so.
2: But then this also brings me back to when Dan Severn said that when he lost his first um, pro fight was because he wasn't Dan Severn. Mm-hmm. He wasn't the beast like he is he had to get that beast out and then once he focused his full-on training on being the beast that's when he won his fight because he knew he wasn't himself yeah and so i feel like that happens with you a lot more often than than you know now because you have a lot of business in you have a lot of coaching in you Mm -hmm. and then the tasks that we know the you know not a lot of people know tasks you know and the ones that have seen you in the beginning stages of MMA see your potential, and then now that we see you now, um, you're you put those right in in the right areas when needed. Mm-hmm. But you're not one hundred percent task all the time. You're not one hundred percent coach all the time. So yeah, there has to be a shift in mindset and different caps, right? Yeah. you gotta be the, you gotta use the the business cap, the all those other caps, you know. So I think what what happens is that you can't be I don't want to say can't because you can do whatever you want, but it's difficult to just focus on fighting Yeah. as opposed to running the business, you know, because now you have to do everything.
0: And that's, that's the struggle that I think I'm always going to have mm. because I love the sport so much. And, and because of the career that I had fighting, because it was cut short in my, my eyes, and even the fight that i had i wasn't mentally in the right spot obviously i wasn't physically in the right spot that in the back of my mind there's always going to be that big what if Mm. you know what if i applied myself better what if i know and this is you know 2020 is hindsight but and almost impossible because what the things that i know now i only know because of those experiences so it's almost impossible for me to to want to know what I know now back then because Mm. it's everything that's happened that led me to know what I know now, Mm -hmm. you know? But that means right now, you know? And it's almost like a a winding down clock because I'm, you know, going to be 32 this year, you know? And not that that's old, you know? But to, to want to make something, and even if it's just one comeback fight, It would have to be relatively soon it's been this year is going to be 10 years that i fought Mm -hmm. you know 10 years of not competing is a long time
1: yeah
0: you know so it almost feels like the the competition side of me is running out and i'm almost scared of of losing that you know because that's kind of what's kept me so hungry to get better and stronger and faster and and everything
2: has it ever come to mind that after this Grappling tournament. Maybe you feel like you can do it, like you can fight. Yeah. And then if that, that also happens, me. but why would it scare you? What what's what does your brain go to for? Because you're a big. I can look in the future. Like you take yeah. those those two steps forward, right? Yeah. So your brain goes in automatic. This is what could happen. So what does your brain go to when when my, you my, feel this 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 feeling.
0: My brain goes to what the Undertaker went through, because mm-hmm. as, as much as I have love and respect for that man, beyond this world,
1: mm-hmm.
0: th- there's there's a bit of a fear that I end up like him. And granted, we're twenty five years apart in age, right? You know, but just watching the last few years of his of his career, where if he had a bad match, he had to come back and redeem it.
1: Mm-hmm. But if he had
0: a good match, that means he can keep going.
1: Mm. when
0: his body was, like, telling him, like, we need to stop, (laughs) Mm. you know, and because I, as much as I love the sport, and as much as I have that competitive drive in me for for myself, my number one is always the gym. My number one is always going to be building the gym to help as many people as we can and to help as many people get to their goals as possible, you know, so... The idea of competing scares me because if I lose or like let's say I I lose all my matches at this grappling tournament, Right, there's gonna be that sense that I need to redeem myself Mm -hmm. But then like you said if I do good then maybe I'm gonna want to do more matches You know, and if I I win another tournament it was like well if I I, if I can win these tournaments that means I can fight I can fight
1: Mm -hmm.
0: You know and all of that just takes me away from what I know, is ultimately my end goal, which is having a successful gym as a coach and business owner.
2: Do you think that's not possible with you doing focusing on also fighting?
0: No, especially the fighting part, the grappling part. Maybe you know, if all goes well at this grappling tournament, maybe I'll do one or two tournaments a year. Okay, you know, just to kind of stay fresh and to to kind of feed that that beast, you know, that, is that wants to ego? compete. Speaking
2: That beast that you're talking about, is that more your ego? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because my ego is the biggest beast in the world because it thinks it can do everything. And I can't do everything. Right. You know, but that is the ego speaking, you know, but fighting is an entirely different animal. Yeah. You know, because you're being locked in the cage with someone that's going to... And that's why Coach Crest's number one concern was when I said I was coming out of retirement that I was going to fight again. Yeah. You know, because... He knows from his experience and his, you know, how long he's been in the sport, what brain damage can do and how much of how much of you is needed to be 100% in for a fight. And, yeah. you know, with me, with the classes and the gym, it's impossible for me to be 100% in a fight and not start taking away from the business, mm. you know? So that, that's ultimately why... It's grappling and not fighting, you know, but those those concerns are there, you know, and and they all go back to the struggles that I had, you know, that have brought me here, you know, because I said what I said earlier that maybe, you know, losing is what kept me going, but maybe if I won more, I wouldn't feel this need of having to go back,
1: Mm,
2: you know, like something's not finished.
0: Yeah, it feels unfinished because I feel like the person that I was when I was wrestling, the person that I was when when I fought is an entirely different person. It's, it's almost disassociating myself with that that was me because of the type of mindset that I had back then. Mm. You know, and I know with the mindset that I had now, with the physical strength that I have now, with the experience that I have now, maybe with the speed and cardio that I had back then,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, there, there's no question I would have been able to win a lot more. You know, so now it's kind of the well you have. Most of those things, minus the speed, the cardio can go up,
1: mm.
0: you know, so what's stopping you? Because now, and I, th- I think we talked about it, one, maybe one of the last podcasts, that I, almost, I have this, like, love-hate relationship with getting old, you know, because mm. competing is a quote-unquote young man thing,
1: mm.
0: you know, so is it the ego that's trying to keep me young that wants to compete,
2: mm. you know? Yeah, could be.
0: But... All, it, it's a double-edged sword, you know, all of it, because it's, I know for a fact that there's no regrets with what I did, you know, because I, I am a firm believer that everything that you've done in life leads you to where you are now, you know, so if I didn't have the wrestling career or the fight career that I had, I possibly wouldn't have the things that I have now, mm-hmm. you know, so there's no regrets there, but it's just that, that what if is is what gets me.
2: Could there be maybe um, a way to maybe help other people that maybe are going through something similar to you where maybe they're not business owners, but maybe they work, maybe they have a family that battle between doing MMA and competing. Mm -hmm. Because we have a lot of that at the gym. We have a lot of people that want to fight, want to compete, but their concern is their family how to how to put that fire and that mindset and that switch mm. to you know to actually fight how how can people look at it in a way that it's attainable and not limiting you know
0: mm. that, that's something that I, i'd be willing to have a conversation with with anybody because i, I feel like i'm still learning that mm. you know but for the people that have come up to me and said that they, that they know coaching is down the line but they still want to fight, mm-hmm. I always tell them be happy with your fight career. Fight first for however how long you want to do it and then coaching will be there after. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I don't want anybody to go through this because it does it it, it sucks. Mm-hmm. The feeling sucks. You know and it sucks not to the point where it's like it's gonna consume me if I don't compete again yeah. you know or it's going to consume me if i don't win again because when my competitors win it's it's a huge win for me you know it's, it's caesar winning uh first place at this last tournament felt better than my first win in wrestling mm. you know there's it, it was great you know yeah. because i also got to see him overcome the struggles too yeah. from his previous tournaments you know, and I got to see him struggle through training. I got to see him struggle through some injuries and stuff. You know, so for him to have that win was, was big a big feeling for me. Yeah. Obviously. You know. So I, I wouldn't trade that either, you know, and and that's what's gonna kinda keep me going. It's I never wanted to be just a, a fight gym. Yeah. You know, because there's there's more to the sport than just fighting. Yeah. You know, so I, I as much as I wanna make sure that the focus is still being the best martial artists and the best people in life, there's that side of me that's always going to have people compete. Yeah. You know, and I'm always going to want to coach people to compete in certain things, even if it's just these grappling tournaments, even if it's just one MMA fight. You know, I
1: mm-hmm.
0: I, I don't need anybody to be in the UFC. I don't need anybody to, to have you know be the next Conor McGregor or the next millionaire fighter. If I can get them, and we've talked about this too where the people that come in a lot of them might not know what mma is when they get into it mm-hmm. you know or they might have never never watched ufc but now they're into it now they're fans of the sport yeah. some of them are now planning on doing a grappling tournament you know so they went from knowing nothing to being a fan to now loving it so much that they want to try to compete in it yeah. you know so even if it's just that I, i'm okay with that because that's that's what feels good for me that's what fuels me
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know but that other side that ego side that beast side is what's kind of always gonna I think hang around in the back of my head telling me these things you know Mm -hmm. and it's it's that fight to stay grounded it's that fight to to stay real Mm -hmm. with everything you know and that's why I'll be the first to admit that yeah it's the ego talking Yeah. you know but if we ignore it ignoring it doesn't mean that it's not there
2: just learn how to control it (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. because I I do think that we all have that, right? We all have the ego. Oh, well, that's true. Every human has this ego. Mm-hmm. But it's just how much you want to feed it. Yeah. And then if you do feed it, you know it's going to continue to just absorb everything. Mm-hmm. That's where the time that you need to have that self-control.
1: Yeah.
2: And so some of us don't even know how to control that ego. And that's why it's important to just recognize it when it happens.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I think you've done a better job at recognizing when it happens. So now you can kind of bring it back to reality right
0: yeah. yeah you know and it's it's those good training dates you know it's my, my body feels good i get sore you know when i'm training a bit more you know but it's the days that now i can did go through training sessions without knee pain without back pain and wake up the next day feeling fine you know it is like those good days that are like all right how much more can i do
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know and now you start wanting to push your body a little bit more you know, and it's the same thing when it comes to competing. It's like because I'm doing so well in training and I feel physically good in training, that's what kind of pushes me. It's like, hey, you can compete again.
2: Mm. Yeah, you know? and I th- and because you've gotten the taste of it, mm-hmm. and I think it's because it started very young, like really early on in your career. That's why you kind of like, oh, should, I miss that? Yeah. You miss the adrenaline yeah plus we've talked about how you're a show person like mm-hmm. we, we've talked about how like your pro wrestling mindset gets in the wave of a lot of things yeah that you, you even though you're an introvert and you like to have your own circle and your own space and stuff you also enjoy that that show mentality yeah and that's your ego speaking yep. so that's where it's like, okay where how do you manage that you know yep it, it gets in the way of a lot of things too
1: Yeah.
0: and the last thing i want to do is let that get in the way of the gym's future and the gym's success you know so it's almost it's the fight within myself to still be happy with myself but also protect the interests of my ultimate goals and not just the ego goals Mm. and
2: that's where the selfless comes into play Mm -hmm. You want to be selfish but you can't it's like at the end of the day you have a business to run you have yeah. you care about people you want the best for them yeah and you have to put themselves first but it's like we've talked about like you have to put yourself first you know mm-hmm. and how do you do that
1: because
2: mm-hmm. we're big on okay put yourself first over everything right put yourself first put yourself first. but it just doesn't sound like <laughs> it works yeah. in this situation yeah yeah
0: you know and, and that's where my advice to anybody that wants to compete but then wants to make a career out of coaching or teaching or, or running a business is yeah. like you know, compete first
2: see what it's like yes right because
0: not to say that because part of my post is, is there's, there's a struggle as a business person too and, and this is part of the struggles you know but, but running a business is hard you know competing is hard Every life is hard in general yeah you know and if if there's a struggle for anybody to keep focus on their mental health their physical health their emotional health first that should always be the number one priority if i was concerned about being able to maintain my mental health while running a business and and choosing to compete again if there was a struggle with that mental health i wouldn't even be thinking about competing
1: Mm.
0: you know but because i feel more confident in being able to manage that that's the only reason that I'm flirting with the idea of competing again Mm. again
2: yeah (laughs) again
0: because this is I'm pretty sure if we go back a year this was the same conversation we were having a year ago before the the in-house event you know but
2: that's but that's what I feel like it's one of those things that you can't just ignore because it happens every year yeah Carla and I have gone through this this conversation with you Mm -hmm. many, many times. Mm -hmm. And we've told you if this is going to be one of those, all right, this is it, then do it. But be mindful of what could be the consequence. And if that's going to be it, then decide now, you know? Because then you go through the struggle again. Okay, Mm -hmm. I want to go for one more. And then it's always going to be the same thing, one more. Yeah. Yep. Because, yeah, you said the same thing about the, the tournament, and look at you now.
0: Yep.
2: So then, when is it enough? When is it it? You know, and do we need to get to that enough? Because I don't even think that's ever gonna happen either way. Because no, we're just I, unlimited humans that we evolve all the time.
0: Yeah. So, is so I, really I can't. I, I don't think I can ever say that. Okay, this this is gonna be a, a one and done type of thing, and I'll yeah. be happier, and it's never gonna come up again. Mm. You know, this one, the the tournament that I'm planning on doing in October. know zach's planning on doing the same one you know and being able to you know him and i tested for our black belts together you know so for now for us to go into the same tournament now and and we're even talking about doing the same division so there's a possibility him and i meet in the championship match Mm -hmm. you know so to be able to have that that with him just is going to help even further and deepen the brotherhood that we've built over the past 10 years you know because I was even just today I was watching um, the Undertaker's Hall of Fame speech again, and it was just is now my third time hearing the speech, and just seeing the way that his peers respect him, Mm. and the respect that he has for his peers is like that's that's the end goal, you know that that's that's the respect that I have for my students, and that's the, the respect that I want my students to have for me too yeah You know, it it didn't matter about you know the audience. There were times in that speech where he just focused on the people that were there with him. Mm -hmm. You know, and and for me that that's so that's what intrigued me to wrestling, the professional wrestling industry to begin with. You know, so to be able to have that in what I love to do on a daily basis, what I'm doing already, is important to me too.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, so Zach's the one that brought up the idea of him and I doing the same tournament. So I was like, all right, then. At that, you know, um, because that's going to fulfill more. You know, the, the exhibition was the, the MMA MMA rules with my MMA coach, my wrestling coach, and Dan Severn there. You know, now this one's competing in a tournament. You know, I've already talked to Anthony, he said he was going to be there. Um, but to do it was act too, you know, is, yeah. it's big.
2: Yeah, well, I'm glad that both of you have decided and <laughs> hopefully it comes through <laughs> because, again, yeah was one thing to say we'll do it and another thing to actually do it
0: october <laughs> october is still eight months seven, seven to eight months away depending on mm-hmm. when the yeah. tournament is you know so it's still ways away you know but mm-hmm. I, I i look back when you know the the post that i made made me really look back at the things that i've done as a wrestler as a fighter as a coach as a student as a business owner it's like i've been through a lot for being only 32 yeah you know and it went by so fast you know and i and i look at the old pictures you know the the promo for the fight that i was supposed to have five years ago just came up on my memories you know and it's like i'm I'm, i watched it and i'm hearing my voice and i'm seeing a different person
1: Mm. in that video Mm -hmm.
0: you know so it's like wow you've
2: changed yeah you've changed
0: yeah you know and it's all for the better because i'm I'm doing, what I'm living was a dream for the kid that I was watching in that video. Mm. You know, and it's just, it, it, it's still growing and it's still evolving from here, you know. So another 10 years from now, if this podcast is still going and <laughs> let's see, I'll be 42. So at that <laughs> time, I'll probably be thinking of that amateur wrestling tournament at that age. <laughs> you know, probably would. Um, to see how much. I've gone through in the, in the next ten years. Yeah, you know, because the past ten years has been a real big ride, you know, and the past twenty years has been a bigger ride, you know. So the rides yeah. are just can keep getting bigger. Yeah. But it all comes from the struggles, you know. So I, I've started to, as annoying as the struggles are, I'm I'm learning to embrace them because you never know what these struggles are are going to lead to in the future. Mm-hmm. Because my struggles led me to this
2: well thanks for sharing that actually helps <laughs> i was going through some struggles myself now that i, talk, I see that oh that actually brings a better view mm-hmm.
1: thanks
0: but if you guys want to see the post that i'm talking about it's on my my instagram and i, I posted it on facebook i think i po- posted it on tiktok like two weeks ago
1: yeah
0: that mm-hmm. i didn't realize that i did until today so <laughs> <laughs> um so it's up there it's out there um uh, I'll post it on Twitter, too, for anybody that's still just on Twitter. I don't know if there's anybody like that, but I'll post it on Twitter, too. Um, but it, the, the post met, meant a lot to me. It really put things in perspective to me. So you can check that out at TazMMA_fitness underscore fitness on all major social media platforms. Um, it's on, part of it's on my YouTube as well. because the Shorts are weird, and I couldn't post the whole thing on the mm. shorts. Um, but that's right. at TazKnows on YouTube follow nene on instagram at nene underscore mma underscore cmm as well i thought you just shook your head no i was like no, did i yeah. fuck it up no, i was <laughs> like has it been that long No, you got um and then her youtube and patreon at nene mma as well thank you um but thank you guys for listening and we will catch you back next week as long as my voice yes. can withstand
2: after tomorrow
0: after tomorrow yes well, okay so Hopefully we'll see you guys back next week. Bye.
1: Bye.